We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is brought to you by Cars for Kids. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. I'm not calling you Leaky Black. It's only the second most racist name in sports right now. It's the first one. Well, that one you we can't even we can't say. say it. It's a Chappelle skit. Jenny has a date tonight with a boy from school. What? Oh, God, no. No, Teddy, that's his name. Timmy. Oh. You know my cousin Adam, right? Yes. The doctor. Yes. His last name is Black. Black. We have to realize when Beth and I are out, we're talking. It's like, oh, are the Blacks coming? I think we're just going to be over hanging out with the Blacks playing bridge. Okay. Head down to the south side and see the blacks. Yeah, we're gonna see but the is blacks. it bridge? Is it going to be bridge? Or spades, <laughs> which is also, you know, you've got to have it, the blacks at your party. It's not a party until the blacks show up. Well, if the blacks aren't going to be here, then why are we here? Why are we here? <laughs> I feel like this Texas is making it up, but it's still funny. Same story as Dan, but my neighbors are the blacks, and another neighbor is a Korean family named Jew. Okay, that's hilarious. Are you going to invite the blacks and the Jews over for dinner? <laughs> there it <laughs> exactly. is. There it is. Well, if you're going to invite the blacks, we got to invite the Jews. It would, be, it would be rude. The Jews said no? What about the blacks? Your response, sir. Yeah, I can't dispute any of that. Bernstein and Hope. Middays, 10 a.m. to 2 on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Spring is coming. Punxsutawney Phil said so. Woodstock Weenie said so. Willie. Willie. I think. Willie. Groundskeeper Willie. There's a dog running around in the air ducts. Do yeah. we know when spring is coming? I don't know. I, Soon. What does that mean? I don't know. It feels like it's here already. This is golfing weather. This is grilling weather. Because wouldn't even six more weeks of winter mean a... Soon spring, I guess, or maybe they they tack on six more at the end of meteorological. I I don't know. I know that it's going to be freezing in April, no matter what. Oh, it's always it's always okay. horrible because any baseball parents know April's going to be wet and cold and miserable. But oh. now, not my problem. Yeah, no longer your issue until summer league starts, and by then I don't have to worry because college summer league it's going to be warm for sure. Hang out in Rogers Park, do your thing. And Have a good there, time. Sit there, crack open a Corona and watch a little baseball. That's right. Yep. They, they had a group of guys that accidentally showed up at one of the games last year that they started coming to all the games. <laughs> Something to do. Yes. They just, they became fans. Why not just go and be outside when the weather's nice in Chicago? Oh, I'm going to. The problem is, like, it, it's nice now, but it's, we're not changing the, the fishing patterns yet. So the fish aren't here yet. So I gotta I gotta wait for my for for that that season to come. Well, I I got a sign of spring yesterday. The wabbits. Well, yes that that was very cool. I, I mean, I see, but they don't go anywhere. They're here in the winter. Yeah, yeah, I see them all the time. It was just wow. Look at this. There's three of them just right here, like mm-hmm. in the yard. So that, I know where they usually nest and hide. So, but still, it was nice to see them. You could see where they were, like getting sun. Because they were clearly like stretching to the west, 
But that wasn't it, man. I, I got a delivery from TaylorMade yesterday. Uh-oh. Very excited. New set? New driver. Okay. Very excited. I was like, what's this? I was sitting there going, what did I order? It was like one of those things where you're like, something at the at the front door. What you know, I'm going through like my Amazon list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what did I order? What did I order? I'm like, there's nothing. Well, the, the, if it's a driver, there should be a telltale. But I, you never know. Like, I don't know if this is every, every now and again you get a weird shape thing from like your agent. All of a sudden, you oh, happy anniversary or something like that. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, oh, it's Taylor May. Let's go. So I have a new driver. Now. We should hook up Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, he didn't hit with the driver, although one of the dudes did. I forgot who it was, but one of the guys in the skills competition, because he was like a par three, I think they were, I think they were 80 feet. And this guy was like, well, I, I like to do things yards. differently, 80 yards. And he, he was like, let me pull out the driver. What? And then he, he skipped it on the water and it actually got on land. On purpose? No. Because there are guys who can do that. Yes. There are trick shot artists who can do all sorts of skip stuff. I think that he just wanted to make sure that it got the distance and he was unsure. Okay. Because there were there were clearly That's bad caddying a, is what that is. There they, the guys tried to tell him, but he was like, I'm I, you know who it was? It was uh Owusu Kormor. Oh, okay, from the Browns. Yeah. He's the like, I'm, I'm a different guy, so I'll use a different club. And the guys are like, sure. You sure you don't want to just that's, use a wedge? That's a lot of club there, sir. And then he hit it and went, got onto the green and then rolled off the other side. Well, it's a valiant attempt. But yeah. yeah. I don't think Jalen had ever held a golf club before. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like it. And, and God bless him for trying. There was clearly a group of people in that part of the skills competition that had never played golf before and guys who play golf all the time. Yes, they're called skill. Uh, they're, they're called special teamers. Specialists. Uh-huh. Special teamers. You're talking about your long snappers, your kickers, and your punters. Let me tell you something. I was thinking about this last night. Patrick Manley would have ruined that skills competition last night. Oh, with the long snapping and the golf? Mm-hmm. It's basically a Patrick Manley competition. He would have won it for the NFC. Yeah. Then, then you, if you had like a... You know, maybe crushing a couple IPAs at the end of it as a competition. It did seem like that's what was going to happen Manly afterwards. has won again. And clearly, they're in Las Vegas, so there's all sorts of stuff to do. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. That's Ray Diaz and Adam Studzinski and Brandon Fryer on the other side of the glass. Connor O'Donnell helping us out with all the video stuff as well. Sometimes when it comes to the Bears, I think I'm losing my mind. I think... I'm just completely crackers. Mm, crackers. Mm, crackers. Because does does Colin Coward have any actual information, or is, was he just saying things? He does have a place here. But was he just saying things? Like it kind of seems like he was just saying not. I don't, he offered that's something dismissive. As, offered I don't want to say he was fact. just saying things. He, he, I think that this is one of those things where you hear something from one of your peeps. And you run with it. But you got to frame it that way. Say, look, this is something – he didn't say, this is something I have been told. This, I, sources tell me. Like, he just stated something as if it had been entered into evidence. Alina Haba, not knowing how to do that. But, yes, that it had actually been entered in as evidence. And I have no awareness of it. You want to play it? 
I guess. All right. Like, why don't we? Why don't we listen to it and then maybe maybe there is something in there that'll that you could latch on to. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. He's from the D.C. area. I think Dan Quinn is considered the big concern for Caleb Williams, and you have to admit this. Where you land matters. Chicago has never developed a star quarterback. But where did that come from? He just said it. He's no desire. According to whom? Well, there were Who those, told you that? There were those rumors about but, Caleb Williams that, he, remember, there was supposedly a list and his father had told people that there were a few teams that he wouldn't play for and there were a couple teams that he would and one of the teams was Minnesota, strangely enough. So that had been out in the ether. This is a little bit of a higher stakes game that you're playing here where you're saying that the guy doesn't want to come to Chicago where there's no real evidence of that that I am aware. If, if, if there is some, someone would like to present it to me, great. But there hasn't been any of that. The other part of it is, here's where I am. And I think most people know that I, I'm leaning towards you're probably better off with Justin in the picks than Caleb. But if if Caleb wants a part of ownership, like if he is actually out here talking about trying to use whatever leverage he has to get what he wants, I am in favor of that. I I am in favor of player empowerment. And if 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 there is something that makes it so that he doesn't want to be here, there's precedent for that in, in the history of the NFL. It, it, it hasn't happened a ton. The, I can only really think of two incidents where it, it did happen with John Elway and Eli Manning, but it's not like it hasn't happened before. So I even if this were true, that I wouldn't then turn on him and be like, he's he's not grateful for the opportunity to come and quarterback the Bears. He should... He should stay in his place. I think he's got a responsibility to clarify it. I really do. I think. I think he it, does. It, it, just say where did it come? Where did he, at least you mean Colin? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant Caleb. No, no, like, no, no, no. Like Caleb's in full space command of everything. He's got agency over his situation. He should do whatever he feels he needs to do to to be happy professionally. Whatever. Forget that. But I do think there's a responsibility for a broadcaster to say either this was sourced. Say, I have been told, I'm, I'm not saying he's got to name the person, but is this just something you're saying? Because that's not accepted as fact, that he doesn't want to come to Chicago. He's, he hasn't said that. He's, in fact, said the opposite. It does seem unfair. It does seem like there's a little bit of connecting the dots of, well, he's, he's from Washington, so he wants to go back to Washington. And initially, that rumored that was rumored to not be the case for Joe Burrow where he's from Southeast Ohio, but didn't want to go to Cincinnati. And then he goes to Cincinnati and everything's fine. couple things to remember, Dan, I, I see you getting exasperated. I am exasperated because this is just dumb. What season is this? It's the no content season. It's lying. It's, it's season. lying season. And it's the content desert in, in sports because it's, it, we're waiting for the Super Bowl. And I do think that 
it, we talked about this on today's Take the North episode. Check it out on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your pods. Weedower brought this up. The difference between speculating or informed speculating and a report. This was not a report. That was, word shouldn't be used with this. That's this correct. was speculation. But it, was sta- it wasn't. It was stated as fact. He said, I think. So th- that no, ob- that play ob- it again. He says at the beginning, I think. Yeah, but then he says he and his people have no interest in coming to Chicago. Play he- it again. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. There, He's from the D.C. area. They do not. I think Dan Quinn is considered the big concern for Caleb Williams, and you have to admit this. I'm, I, think, I think I'm done with it. I, it just And, and then the, we get to the problem, and the problem is, and we're contributing to it, but the, the problem is it's already insane. This whole thing about the Bears and their future and their quarterback, I know we talk about how it's great to be at the center of the NFL world and for Ryan Poles to be the guy who can flip a switch that makes everything happen, that he he's in charge. He's in, He and Caleb Williams are in charge of everything right now. But it's no fun when it gets stupid. And I'm, Oh, I'm, you, you think that it's stupid now, Dan? Oh, boy, if, if I got to tell you, the next six weeks, Puxatani, is going to be problematic. That's what he was trying to I've figure out. Shadow. Puck, Puck's a tiny Phil was trying to figure out if Caleb Williams was going to be a bear. I, I just, I, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And, and I, I've got a responsibility. You're going to do it, I mean, sir. I, you know what, though? What, what do I always say? Don't make people dumber. Right. What can we do to make sure we don't make people dumber? Here's, here's what we can do. We can talk calmly about this and say, this isn't, Colin necessarily reporting it that his job is to have opinions on things and maybe he was a little sloppy with how he allowed this to manifest well the 815 says if you play the full clip at the beginning he says I've been sitting on this info did he say that if he's been sitting on the info look I try not to do it but I can't say that I I never done it it's a dangerous game whenever you do one source stuff. We've talked about this before, like when it comes to to media literacy. He may also be right. Like I have to I have to allow for that that Colin knows enough people around the NFL and around USC that he might be right about what he's saying. The difference is in the packaging of it. Did Jay Glazer say it? Because if, if he didn't, if he says it, then I know that there's some there's actual reporting or Colin's or, job well, is our job. There's actual reporting or as we know, sometimes a favor as being we done. know from like the Adam Schefter, Ben Johnson stuff where we can see who the source is. That it could be that, like you say, lying season and disinformation campaigns going on with people planting things and saying, put this out there for me. Yeah. But, but there is the, I mean, I, I hate to come off pro- professorial again. No, you don't. You love coming up pro- professorially. That's why I, I need to shave my beard. Um, <laughs> there's the media literacy part of it too. 
where those of us who have microphones have different jobs and different responsibilities. And Collins isn't necessarily to report news. He is allowed to swim in the waters of speculation because he's a talk show host and not a reporter. To to what end that all of us have our own guardrails and guidelines on how this how we share information. I always say, when you're given information, who does it benefit for you to put it out into the ether? Because we're told, Dan and you, you might not believe this. Dan and I are told tons of things that we never say every day on the air. You would be shocked at who's in our DMs, who's text messaging us, who's calling us MFers to our face. You probably wouldn't be surprised by that. But that's part of it, too. Like, this is just part of the game. And I hope that Bears fans don't then, until they hear it reported or directly from Caleb Williams, I hope that they don't take it out on Caleb Williams. Like, I hope they're not like, well, he doesn't want to come here, so we don't want him. Like, no, like, don't let that be the thing. Now, maybe there's a fire where there's all of this smoke that's going on. Colin is a guy that is connected to a couple of different places. He he's he's clearly got people in different spots. And maybe he is, maybe he's hearing it enough that it rises to the level of him putting it out there for public consumption. All right, it just—it's getting harder to stick to my pledge of not making people dumber. And as you say, it's—it's it's gonna get worse, right? It's, it's gonna get it's worse. Gonna get harder. Look, Stud said in our meeting today, and I think that he's right. Bears, Bearsdom, Bears Twitter, Bears fandom is tearing itself apart right now. Oh well, Bears Twitter is largely insufferable. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go near it. It's a lot of super fans and loud, angry. Well, I, I think that we should probably talk about that too. I think that it's important to, to discuss like what the media ecosystem is when it comes to how people consume their coverage of this, consuming their coverage of whether it is going to be the Bears sticking with Justin Fields and trading the number one pick or they're going to take Kayla Williams and trade Justin Fields. And I know that you did a great job earlier this week talking about you could get to the, either one of these doors. You could choose either one, and it might right. still be the wrong right. door. Don't, and it's probably the wrong door. Don't presume. It's more likely that no matter what the Bears do, they get it wrong. That's still the one to bet on because that's what they usually do. That's what they've always done. And then for them not to do it, would be a huge shock, and yet we're all hoping that that's the case when it's still unlikely, regardless of what camp people are in on this. And the the fact that people are already this polarized shouldn't come as a surprise. Well, but, this, we live in a very yeah. polarized space, but we'll talk about it more, and we'll get into it a little bit more after a quick timeout. That man right there, he's the man that gets booed during morning transition. His name is Dan Bernstein. I'm Laura Holmes. This is the Birds Theater Home Show. You're listening to The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Gotta be nice. Hostility diddly biddly diddly. Oh, hell diddly ding dong crap. That was the aforementioned Ned Flanders, not Ned Ryerson of Groundhog Day. If we're having a, a Ned showdown, I think I think Flanders still probably wins. Especially when Flanders gets mad. You get Ned Flanders mad, you're going to have a problem. And when Flanders goes shirtless, isn't he like all yeah, built up, he's, right? He's rocked up. Yeah, yeah he's ready for you. you, you Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> Ned been in the gym. He been taking all of that. Pins up aggression and and been been doing those Spider Man crawls that Stunts <laughs> likes to do. Get in the weight room. Scare get a dog. Get out the way, Dragic. Right, so happy I, birthday to Stacy King, by the way. Oh, it's his birthday. Yeah. It's a couple days ago. Doesn't matter. Oh. No, it's birthday week. Come on. That's right. You got Chuck and Stacy. That's right. Bull, so so we have Black Score birthday week in November, first week of November, and now Bulls. Birthday week is the first week in February. Kind of. My niece's birthday is Monday. My parents' anniversary is today. How many? 54. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. I know, right? Beautiful. <laughs> it's, That's awesome. It's really crazy. Really crazy. Parents got married in 1970. I got I to show you some more of the pictures of so, my dad and his hair. Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, so if I'm how I'm 54, which means my parents are at 56. Good lord! And Beth's parents are at 58, I believe. God bless them all. Think about that. God bless. <laughs> and you, you and Beth are what 20? We'll be 25 this year. Silver. All right. This is silver. Are you gonna get a take off and stuff, or are you gonna do like a thing? I, I don't know yet. Is it a surprise and you don't want to say? No. She doesn't listen. You can say. No, we haven't really thought it through. I mean. When? June? March. March. March 20th. You should, Dan, you should do something. Like, big. Like, we'll take care of the show. We'll be fine. I'm just supposed to get her something silver. No, but, like, go somewhere. Go back to Mexico if you want. Your kids are supposed to do something nice for you, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, uh-huh. Well, good luck with that. Uh, you got to give them, you got to, you got like, hey, me and my sister, every time that my parents have a big anniversary, we do something. So it's, it's a responsibility. I just think that it, you got to celebrate your parents. Dan really does enjoy these trips. So just go on one of those trips. We'll still be talking about whether or not the bear should, when you come back from your trip, we'll still be talking about whether or not the bear should trade Justin Fields or draft Caleb Williams. The conversation will still be dumb. By then, maybe the Cubs will have signed Cody Bellinger, too. Or not. Please. Do something. Do something! Do something! Come on! What are we? like? We're like 10 days away from people reporting. Brittany. All right, now. Do something. 
studs, you're going to have to help out here because you're in. You you're the closest sort of double agent we have who can actually move undetected in Bears fandom circles where you can wade in there and pass as like a He's caught the wrath of Bears fans too. Yeah, I know, but he but you're also closer to being an actual like you wear Bears stuff. When we're wearing a shirt right now. I know. Like Almost every day. Yeah. So there's either a Bears shirt or a Bears cap. Yeah. Shout out to my guy uh Jay Blackbeard Blackbeard Baron for uh made this shirt. Oh, it's a good man. Yeah, I always I usually know if if, if there's anything that cuz what happens now is the moment Lapka or Connor O'Donnell post one of these videos to TikTok or Twitter wherever it is or however it gets in the bloodstream, I know I have to mute the conversation immediately because it's people who don't necessarily follow me and then it's just it's yeah, just then awful. It, it it perpetuates oh, and it's just who's this guy and why does he have these thoughts and oh god and it's really gross. So I'll leave that to you. But is is it all? Is the center can't hold like this whole thing is going to go spinning apart at some point, like like a an Otto Octavius experiment. It, it, go ahead, Stuck. No, I don't think my first thought yesterday when all this stuff started going down during the afternoon show was we're not making it to April, late April, whenever. Well, we have like 80 days. Something yeah, we're like not that. making it. 83. The, is it 83 Bear, days? Cause that would be awesome. Bears Twitter is going to burn to the ground when they hear a rumor that Caleb's brother's cousin's dad said that Chicago hot dogs suck. And that'll be the, <laughs> that'll be the final thing that just brings it all down. That's the last straw. There are already people. I, I've already seen it. I've already seen people be like, well, we don't want you either. Who? Caleb Williams? Yes. Why wouldn't you want him? I don't I don't want to name names, but you can find it very easily of people like take like getting so mad about what Colin said that they're now taking it out on Caleb without you know He didn't say anything. Correct. Without without there being a real example of his camp said blank or he said blank. And this that's guy, what, this guy thinks he's too good for Chicago. I tell you what. It's very possible. Ugh. It's very possible that what Colin heard was true. It's also possible that he he may have heard something and misinterpreted what he heard. But I don't Or think, that he's just speculating. Yeah. You were right, by the way, Lawrence. 83 days until the NFL draft. No way! That's correct. Nine days to the Super Bowl, 146 days to the NBA draft, 66 days to the Masters, 83 days to the draft. See, Dan? 83. You could take bets somewhere nice, and the stupid will still be here when you get back. Or maybe it'll all have burnt to the ground, and we can finally all be at peace. Although, like, wasn't it? It was March when... Ryan Poles made the deal last year. It was, it like, was right after the combine. So, so maybe maybe we'll have a definitive answer on how this goes. Well, what's I, the date that they have to decide on Justin Fields' fifth-year option? Not until May. They got plenty of time on the fifth-year option stuff. Okay. So, you know, or they could do what the Packers did. Give you a nice little extendo guy. And then re-up if you do great. Wait, is this true? The 608 says Spieg says he's ready to pivot away from Caleb and hopes he fails? I don't. 
I think that I I don't want to. I don't want. Well, we can I pull what he Steve said. He was said. Out, I thought he said he was out well, on field. No, that he he's, didn't he's say a that. Guy. Speak. Speak said what? yesterday. <laughs> what are we doing I'm here? No, with no, you, no, 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 no. Let's not let's not misrepresent what Speak said. Speak said that if Caleb came out and said he doesn't want to come to Chicago, he would be able to pivot quickly to okay, who's next? Well, you have no choice. Exactly. That's where that's the that's the that was the healthy mindset that Speaks was in. Well, who's next would be Fields and Picks. Or Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. Like Speaks was saying that he would be able to easily move on. Like, okay, let's focus on what's next. But I thought that well, we're gonna do that no matter what happens. It's, we're, it's not in our control. Well, that's the healthy way to think about it. I'm I, I watched the clip and I gotta say. I'm more concerned about, or maybe maybe I should be excited about the quote from Caleb Williams that's in. You the You want to hear the full thing? This is this, by the way, is from December twenty second, twenty twenty two. All right, go for it. Everybody watches Patrick and sees all the cool things he can do. And, um, I always said, even in high school, um, that I don't think there's anything. Obviously, it's special, but I don't think there's anything that I can't do that he's doing out there. So, uh, you know, I think it's really cool, like I said. And uh, I always, I have comparisons of a bunch of other people. Uh, so to have Patrick is pretty cool. Careful, Icarus. That's about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is December 2022. So he had already won the Heisman, and he's probably feeling himself. He was going to be the number one pick in last year's draft. So I don't think his quote is essentially, I don't think there's anything that Patrick Mahomes do that is I doing can. that I can't. Yeah. Careful, Icarus. And I will say, is if you watch the film, some of the things he does, you would point to and say, yeah, right? But in again, college. I'm not saying, yes, in college, in college. And then we also have the madness that's going to come with the combine. There's that too. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. Like, how tall is he? I'm my guess right now is that Kayla Williams is going to measure out as six feet and a quarter. Okay, how big are his hands? Nine and a half, nine and three quarters. Yeah, I think he's. Well, I won't even get into the comps because that causes problems for people in Bears Twitter. If too. you mention Kyler Murray, people are going to be insane. Kyler Murray's pretty good. Yeah, and I think that Caleb is a better version of him. Okay. Which would mean that you're getting a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I think the earlier point you made is that nobody thought Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes, let alone think somebody else could be Patrick Mahomes. And right, and to clarify what I was saying, I'm not saying that he is the next Patrick Mahomes because until you see that happen in an NFL game, he's one of one, right? Like, that's, I'm just saying... That that's my biggest issue, Studs, is... I know that people are are hoping to find the next Patrick Mahomes, but all of all of the talent plus the experience, it's hard to it's hard to mimic it to make it sort of apples to apples because part of the reason that Patrick Mahomes is special is not only the genetics of his dad, but the fact that he spent a lot of time actually playing baseball. Therefore, he's working from different arm angles for a long time. Like, this wasn't just something that he was doing as a football quarterback. Then you have the experience of, 
Like, how much, how much do you weigh in where he landed and who he sat behind with having Alex Smith there to help him through that and having Andy Reid be his coach? Like, there's so many variables along with just the physical gifts that Patrick Mahomes has, uh, including size, that whenever we start, it, I get really upset when people start to talk about it because we've never seen it before. Sure, there have been other other quarterbacks in the league that we've talked about where there's a little bit of this and a little bit of that in his game. It's in one package. That's what makes it special. So, yeah, the touch of Aaron Rodgers is, is in there with Patrick Mahomes. And the, the athleticism of John Elway is in there in Patrick Mahomes, in, in one person. That's what makes it special. I'm going to have to install a like an emergency shutoff valve somehow in my brain. Okay. Like the Bulls? Just, you- just an emergency shutoff valve. Like when I get to a certain point of in the next 60 days or so to make sure, and I, I will pledge that I'm going to do, because this is just, this is a data point. This is an example. We've got a responsibility to not amplify stupid. We really do. Okay. We've got to really dedicate ourselves and and studs, you're gonna you are in charge of like I don't know if Bears fandom like no, those we want to do the un- hey, don't put that on me oh no I'm putting that evil on you Ricky Bobby that you you are going in we trust you to monitor like the crazy people okay I can do that because they're legion should I make a ghost account. And just no, go no, in, no, no, in. no, no, no. You don't have to. No, because you don't have to go. We undercover. might lose you. I want to get into the inner circle. No, we might. You know? We might lose you, and then you write a book about it and how you the Stockholm syndrome. And I, I, that, but but you're you're in charge of the telemetry on those that data, and the rest of us will do our best to to not make people dumber. I can tell you right now, it's hanging on by a thread out there. It, it these are these are. These are rough times for the empire. These are dark days. All right, when we come back, Theo's got a new job. And he got ownership. If Theo can get ownership, why can't Caleb Williams get ownership? That's all I'm saying. See, now this is going to be a thing. I'm not going to be able to deal with this. I think think I'm going to go... Why can't Nick Madrigal get ownership? All right. Okay. All right. That's now you've gone too far. No, 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 that's done. <laughs> Nikki let's Madrigal. see how Earth responds to that. Well, let's talk about Theo next in the score. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. Your midday definition for Chicago Sports Talk on 670 the score in Odyssey Station. No sense of burnout uh, whatsoever. I, you know, I, I do. I am self-aware enough to know that um, just based on my personality and, and the way I operate, forcing myself to change um, every so often is is important. Um, I referenced the Bill Walsh kind of loose ten-year rule, and I've always that that's always resonated with me and, and maybe it's even particularly applicable to me. I mean, if you look at, um, if you look at my track record in Boston and then here in, in the first six years or so, we, you know, we did some, some pretty epic things. And, and, um, and then the last, you know, the last couple of years weren't 
as impressive. So what's next for the architect of the Cubs renaissance and that of the Red Sox ownership in the Fenway Sports Group? So he's going to be an advisor and an investor in multiple teams around the globe. Yeah, and I think that that's great. I think it's it's something that clearly he is – I find him to be such an interesting dude because his, his interests are varied, his upbringing, like different conversations that he and I have had about a lot of different things. I just go, man, there's someone who – like if you're looking for an avatar, like something to follow, like a guide to follow, what Theo Epstein has done is that. You know, like that's that's a good model of he took a break when he needed to take a break and it didn't really cost him anything. Now, there's some privilege that goes along with that because of what he's accomplished, what he earned. Well, but there's also some privilege that goes along with the with a Brahmin upbringing as well. No doubt. No doubt about it. But taking the best of it and figuring out like what it is that you want to be and what you want to do. And I like the idea of, I mean, I, I obviously didn't take this advice, but I like the idea of maybe you move on to something else to challenge yourself to do something else. And that's cool. It, when you have the means to do it, when you could take a sabbatical and walk around and say, okay, what's the next thing that I want to do? Well, he helped fix baseball. Yes. And now he can try, now, now he's going to try to, take advantage of baseball now he's supposedly not going to be in charge of any of like the baseball operation stuff he's just going to be kind of around and now a part of ownership which is great when is college theo coming back i think college theo might be gone i'm i wonder if college theo is celebrating his new gig maybe he that's his term by the way he called like the the college theo was still running around well, I got stories. Wrigleyville. Well, and and beyond, it would range occasionally beyond there. There'd I be know. A, there'd be a sighting every once in a while. Jed's in charge. I'm going on a bender. <laughs> and he was not lying. Good We're for coming him. home to Chicago, baby. Jed's in charge. I'm going on a bender. I, I think mm-hmm. that there, there's some epic tales. There's some really good life advice on occasionally just kind of doing you and I'm I'm here for it. I'm very. There's been some come get your man's stories. Hey, <laughs> yep. hey and that's okay too. <laughs> yep. Occasionally, as, as long as nobody's driving, I'm good. Mm-hmm. As long as, as no one has has been assaulted and no one's driving. <laughs> yep. Do you if, it, right? If you're not, if you're, you're not, not, hurt, not interfering with anyone him, else. Baby. That's right, Ozzy. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got to talk about Ozzy too. What does Ozzy do? You see Ozzy on Twitter. He's I like, see Ozzy winning championships. Ozzy, Ozzy's like he's he's challenging somebody to a duel to defend his wife's honor. If someone said something, hey, look, someone says something sideways, and he named the guy. Like he put the guy out he there. He put his picture out there. He put his picture out there. Like the Marlins director of security. I have no idea what was behind the story. Yeah, neither but, do I. So I saw. And I, this is what I always learn with Twitter is. Keep scrolling because usually the original version of a tweet is there or you don't have to trace things back. It'll find its way into your feed if you've curated it right. So you so found the Spanish I version. Saw the, I saw the Spanish version, and, and, I'm, and I'm trying to dig into whatever vestigial Spanish I still have. And I got the gist of it. I'm like, wow, 
Ozzy's putting a guy on blast for insulting his wife in public, and then the English version was shortly thereafter in my feed. But and he just said, "Keep my wife's name out your mother." Basically, and they and he put the guy's picture out there. What did he do? I, I but I don't know that's, the story. That's the thing. I I would like to know how Mrs. Guillen was disrespected. Because, you know, Ozzy don't play about that no, stuff, no, man. No, no, no. Ozzy don't play about that. So it made us look up the name Todd Metro. If Todd you're a Metro, Metro. don't know cool you, Cool name, bro. Hey, I'm Todd Metro with traffic. Young Metro. Because he And he said, my issue at the field last night should not reflect the whole Marlins organization. It was great to see my clubhouse guys and old friendly faces. If anyone needs to apologize to my wife and me and Team Venezuela publicly, it's this person, Todd Metro. And he puts a Metro don't know. He puts a picture of him there. What did he do? I don't know. I I wish I had the insight on this. I can I can make a couple requests. Oh, here when you get treated like trash, why I didn't want to come to this bleep. Marlin Security, you've got to be bleeping me. MLB for 40 effing years. First Latino World Series manager, my ass. First day event screaming at my wife and family and me and my coaches. Okay, I don't like that at all. And then he tagged at Marlin's communications department. Wow. There, I'm... Ozzy is fairly welcomed in damn near anywhere that he walks in in Major League Baseball. And I know that things didn't end the way that he wanted in Miami, but you would think that if there was going to be an event that Ozzy was going to be a part of, that you would recognize that that's Ozzy F. Guillen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's baseball royalty. Yeah, it's but fine. But not if you're Todd Metro. You don't cross me. I'm the director of Marlins security. It's always the security director, right? It has been my experience in dealing with security people around here for that they're all like usually really like good people. That's been my experience. Like you, you and they and once there is a they they see you and they're like, oh, that's blah 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 or that's blah blah blah. There are some levels of of red ass that get attracted to a job like that. Yes, but usually it's the higher like it's the higher version of young metro there. Usually it's it's the guy who is doing all the snooping for the team. That's like what Studs does for us amid Bears fandom. Yes, it's usually that guy that you have to worry about. The people on the ground are usually pretty cool. Next up, we're going to talk to Ari Wasserman, national college football reporter for The Athletic. The general manager of the Michigan Wolverines football team became the general manager of the Washington Huskies football team and is now the general manager of Alabama football. Do I have this right? Yes. All right. We'll discuss next on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 